Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, pop me shoes and I'm ready for the weekend. A raft of European results to get through and a couple of London derbies in the offing. Welcome to the Football Ramble PV Show, sponsored by Betfair. Fuck off. No way you're getting through this. <laughs> this, this, is, so this is crucial. This is crucial because when Marcus is in this seat right. and this happens, he blindly insists that he will get it done. Yeah. And we have to sit here oh, until right. he does it. Sometimes it's take 52. Oh, right, no, okay. I'm going to do no, it. All right. Let's see how stubborn you are. Uh, pff, you know exactly how stubborn <laughs> I am. Worse than Marcus most weeks. Oh, I put on my shoes and I'm ready for the weekend. Welcome to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betfair. It's Friday 22nd of December. December? What Stop. are you doing? <laughs> I'll tell you what. This is all going in subscribers deserve to hear this. You've gone from way too much <laughs> to way too little and the wrong month. I'm, ru- I'm, ru- I'm getting showed around a, a one-bedroom bed set and I'm running around. God, there's just so much room here. I've gone mental. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Back in. Oh, I put on my shoes and I'm ready for the weekend. Welcome to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betfair. It's Friday, 22nd of September. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm Vidushan Hathiraja. Oh, spotless. I've drank an entire Monster Energy drink, Luke, and I can't yeah. do the intro properly. Vish, you all right, mate? I'm good. Third I'm good. show of the week? Fourth show of the week, is it? Third, yeah. I'll tell you Third. what, I've had a lovely time making shows with you guys this week. Yeah, okay. We've been we've been stepping up, haven't we? I think we're the best ones. I, I actually, <laughs> I was thinking ones. that, actually. Yeah. Was That's why that. I brought Lola the dog in, just to see if it, she could get like the final microphone and then just sort of close the doors, don't let anyone else in. I thought yeah. you were going to say, because she's a rat catcher, she can sniff out all the wrong ones. <laughs> <laughs> and you can get rid of them. We've got a few rats, yeah. a few spies How are you there. feeling, Peter, more, more importantly? I think I've got a ever called so yeah. enjoy that whoever's got the mic muff after me right yeah okay. <laughs> nice um <laughs> european action uh, brighton didn't manage to get it done against uh ak athens uh very very bizarre first ever game in europe and if uh, if this is how brighton are going to perform in europe every single season i would like to see them in europe every single season <laughs> because they were good vish but bad. <laughs> yeah, it was weird how chaotic it seemed because yeah. generally, like Brighton at home, have a lot of control. It's almost like they got too excited. Massively, yeah. I thought that. Yeah. I thought I thought for um, first of all, I thought you got to do this for Jules. 
Because yeah. TNT Sport have now got a little eye depth with Jules in their Brighton shirt, haven't they? Yes. yes. Uh, which, yeah. which we, as we all know, those of us who know her know that she has made that a really important part of her contract. <laughs> How is that allowed, though? Yeah, She's not right. supposed to be doing yeah, that. Impartiality. Yeah. Well, Should we complain to Ofsted? Not Ofsted, that's schools, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> you can complain to Ofsted, they might not care. Yeah. <laughs> they got These, other things going on. I very schools much are falling down. In, in, the, in the pre-match when uh, De Zerbe was getting interviewed, uh, Jules was clearly interviewed him because his eye line was Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyone else, like dead centre, but she had to Get obviously stoop to look. Get her a little box. So, so, so uh, the game itself, obviously Brighton lost 3-2 in the end. I, I um I massively think that they just played the occasion. I know yeah. it's a cliche. I know it's a kind of I'll play the game, not the occasion. Because but they, because they, 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 they were unrecognisable from the team that um that you normally see at home, and sometimes even away. I mean, look how they play at Old Trafford, for yeah. example. But I, and, I don't know. They looked good up top, didn't they? They looked like they were playing some nice stuff. But it, 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 when it mattered, I mean, if you would scoring headers from that far out, that was a cra- that was incredible. <laughs> That was. Right, I'd love to know. Don't worry about marking him there. That's a fifteen-yard-out <laughs> header. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to know the last time someone scored a header further out than that. Yeah, yeah right it, in the corner. He 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 it was like something out of FIFA. You, yeah. If you'd scored that on FIFA, you'd be like, a bit unrealistic. That yeah, should double tapped. EAFC, yeah. sorry, EAFC. Yeah. Have some respect, please. Um, yeah, well, Brendan Rodgers looking good in that game, by the way. It? Well worth hunting him out when you. Uh, he's the only one that turned up to the open day <laughs> <laughs> to do his own face. Yes. <laughs> He it just, was like, it'd be fine. He's only got on a floppy disk. He just sends the floppy disk over. He's, yeah. I will obviously have scanned myself. Take it from the um, the massive photo of myself above the mantelpiece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here are three envelopes with three different headshots. <laughs> faces in them. Yeah. Um, it was an incredible header, wasn't it? I, I, I can't remember the last time I saw someone score a header from that far out. And I agree with Pete's assertion that like, you don't, I don't think you need to be concerned with marking someone no. there. Like, it was a free goal, but a really good goal. Yeah, like give them that. Yeah, yeah okay, you deserve that. There's nothing we can't. We can find no fault in how we approach this corner. That's yeah. just a very good. goal. I don't think either of you should be a coach. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about marking him there. Let we'll them give have them fun that as goal. well. That's yeah, fine. That. Let them have fun as well. And, yeah. they, and they had, and they let them play the occasion. And they had enough to get back in the game, and they had enough to to, to win it. But they they just kept on leaving the the, the keys on top of the wheel. <laughs> they were very jammy goals. I yeah. thought. Yeah, like AK Athens didn't have to work too hard to find like the. You know the fake rock with the key in it. <laughs> Le- left it they left turned. it on the plant pot yeah. rather than underneath. I mean, it, are, yeah. we, are we giving AK Athens enough credit though? Because obviously they, they they had a really successful season last season. Um, they won the cup as well, I think, as well as because in the Greek Super League they've got like a playoff system where the top six go through to a playoff and then they find out the champions from there. And AK mm. Athens won it, uh, the whole thing, and I think they won the cup as well. And they're obviously a team used to winning and a team used to kind of playing with confidence and all that kind of stuff. So maybe it's just a case that Brighton weren't quite on the, on the ball because of the big occasion. And it was always going to be a massive occasion. I mean, the way they approached it, all the build up to it, you could kind of understand it. So what I'm trying to say is, is it the fact that Brighton were off it or that AEK Athens is just a bit better than everyone thinks? Is Are AEK Athens going to be a team that, you know, all of a sudden they make the semi-final and everyone goes, oh, they were the dark horse of the tournament? Kind Do you of not thing? think it's just that they have got a bit of bit more European pedigree than uh, a team that have never played in Europe? Well, but any team that's ever any played in Europe has got more Europe, pedigree than yeah, Brighton. Exactly. Yeah. You've yeah. got more pedigree than Brighton in Europe and that's just from weekend breaks going to indie bars in Serbia. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Also, are you, suggest- are you just saying that because Athens is one of the oldest cities in the world? 
Yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, but it's not the oldest city in the world because uh, that that taxi driver in Liverpool said that there's more history in Liverpool than any other city in the world. Yeah, so good point. Yeah, step step down. Atlantis as well. No one ever talks about that. <laughs> no, they don't. I, I mean, Pete, you want to carry on putting facts out there because I think some of our listeners have got a lot of things to say about <laughs> about your elephant trivia, and that's coming up later. Let's in move the show. on to bees. Um, <laughs> um, Sturm Graz, uh, Austrian side in Group D of the Europa League, were without their player Javier Serrano against Sporting after. Vish, he swallowed a bee, mate. It's great. Ooh, it's got any, great. Got any bee facts to upset the <laughs> listeners with? No. So what is he... So he has to swallow a fly now? Or? <laughs> yeah. Or perhaps he'll die. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the other way How around. Does it work? But he has the to club swallow doctor. a spider. Oh, yeah. he swallowed swallow a spider. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, was, he was taken to hospital, but fortunately, no allergic reactions were found. Apparently, though, um, if you get stung by stuff, you get more reacted to them uh, the more times you get stung. Oh, really? So maybe next time... I think that's true. So you take Again. on their powers, or you mean the other, you go the other way? You go the other way. You just oh wow! You, you, Next you time, throat. I don't think he's. I think he's making a habit of it. Next time on Swallow the Bee. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I've never told you this before, Pete. I haven't told you this before, Vish. When right. I was a kid, I was about thirteen. I was at a barbecue at a friend's family's house, and they had a nice house and had a swimming pool and stuff. Right. And um, uh, the guy who owned the house was doing a big old barbecue. Yeah. It's probably about nineteen ninety four. I was you know, a young teenager. And um, I remember him at the barbecue drinking a swigging out the can of beer and then going mental, everyone right. rushing over. And he had a there was a wasp in his can of beer that as he drank it, it stung him on the inside of the throat. Ooh. And now um, his throat swelled up. I bet. I mean, even if you're not allergic to a wasp, it, if it stings you inside your throat, yeah. you're gonna swell up. Yeah, aren't one you? of those things that when you grew up in the eighties and nineties, you just push that to one side and go, oh, that happened when we were kids. That Actually, when you look back on it now, it's like, that's quite a traumatic thing to that see. That is quite yeah. traumatic. And also, like, you would think for the rest of your life that he's still in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He'd be like, he'd, the guy is uh, fine. He didn't leave. I, mean, right. I actually saw him, I was actually home um, back to my parents' house for the weekend a while back and actually yeah. saw him walking on the beach. I in didn't his, say in his nest. I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> he popped out of his nest for a bit. Yeah. He was just buzzing along. <laughs> uh, so uh, I wish, I wish, um, um, I wish best. Javier Serrano all the very best. Yeah. It's quite an embarrassing injury for what is presumably a massive alpha male environment that he works in. It would be funny if he was uh, stung by a hamster. Impossible. All right, bitten by a hamster. Better. Serrano hamster. Yeah. Uh, it was a better <laughs> night for West Ham who beat TSE at 3-1. Incredible flooding scene at the London Stadium. I mean, I say the London Stadium, our stadium. And that was just Thames That was just Thames that was Water. Thames it wasn't raining. Water. It wasn't raining. It wasn't raining, no. Someone took no. a tap on at Thames so, Water. So much water sort of flooding over the top you of the concession. You get a billion litres. You get a billion litres. You get a billion litres. Why are you bothering with water meters? Just give us yeah. what you're losing out of the tap. Everyone gets a billion litres. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I mean, Take your free kicks on this, James Ward-Prowse. Incredible. James Ward-Prowse. Incredible <laughs> uh, scenes at the congestion center. Like, how are you keeping hot dog buns dry in that kind of condition? I don't think they're worried about that. That. No, okay. Is there right. nine quid a throw, and you get them as they come? It's like you know Joey <laughs> Chestnut, the great hot dog swallower. What Joey Chestnut is the Joey big, Chestnut is the, the great hot dog the, swallower. The worst thing is I know exactly who he's the greatest about. competitive right. eater to ever live. Yeah, right. Okay, right. and he's eating like five if, he's, if you're specifying hot dogs, it sounds like a euphemism. But that's what they do. Right. What, and, okay. And, and, but what they do, the technique, and if you've seen dip it, it's it disgusting. Water. They dip it, dip it in water. Right. There you go, Joey Chestnut. So he's loving it. He's absolutely loving it. When I used to work at Leicester City, the the you would get the hot dog sausages in like a sort of foil packet, and there'd be like twenty. Like they roll over, like a machine gun. No, 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 no. It's bad before roll over, for crying out loud. And you'd uh, you'd put them, you'd immerse them in a warm 
bath of water and they'd slowly sort of warm up a bit. It was absolutely disgusting. Yeah. That's how Olympia cooks her hot dogs. Right. I think it's just the way they're done, isn't it? Yeah. Like you boil them. Because I always like the a bit The frankfurter. Of yeah. yeah. I, I, the I don't ones. go for them. I'd rather have a proper sausage. Would you fry a frankfurter? I would. I yeah. would. Just but it would start bursting, crass. wouldn't it? Yeah, but that's what you you make slits in it. Sorry, everyone. All right, so <laughs> so you, make, you just make slits in it so it right. doesn't burst. Yeah. Okay. God, so the Europa really... League is boring. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it was a better night for for West Ham. Yeah, uh, Joshua but... Prowse uh, carrying on his record of scoring or assisting in every game he has played for West Ham. That's not a bad record, is it? That's welcome, I think. But especially at the end of the last season, where it was like, where are West Ham going here? Do, do, they haven't replaced any of the players that they've lost. And look, look where they're. You, know, you, know you know that feeling where everything that happens in football seems like it's out to get you personally. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going through this season. Right, yeah, you know yeah. what? For the last 10 years, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And do you know what's going to happen next? The only thing that can happen next to make me more wrong yeah. is Matt Letizia is going to prove the world is actually flat. Right, yeah. <laughs> We're yeah, going to yeah. wake up one more and he's going to have like definitive proof that the earth was flat all along. I would love him to sort of be running into the House of Parliament with his little reading glasses on the end of his nose and loads of papers. <laughs> yeah. Guys, guys, I've got it. I've got it. And as I look around, I think, oh, this can't get any worse. A little chip that Bill Gates has put in me just drops out my leg. <laughs> and he was right about that as well. I knew it. It was totally uh, Angelo Ogbonna did his best to make it an interesting Christ, game. Christ, um, he like, lost the ability to run. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah it was very enjoyable. Completely, totally lost it. Uh, and um, obviously it was great to see um, for West Ham fans anyway to see Mohamed Kudus get off the mark. He looked like he was pretty busy. Um, but yeah. yeah. Good, a good time was had by all. At, kind the, of. At, at a rainy London stadium. Yeah. yeah. I it, the, the trains were an absolute nightmare coming out of it, apparently. That was uh, uh, well, my partner. Nothing works in this country. Yeah. No, nothing works. It's true. It's true. Not as bad as uh, all in Newcastle. They, they closed the Milan Metro after the Newcastle match, and everyone had to walk two hours into the town centre. Oh, really? Um, Do you remember when we went to Na- Napoli and we had to walk all the way back? Yeah. Similar sort of vibes, yeah. I guess, but we weren't like a. Uh, an invading force of Geordies. No, but in, in, in Naples, it's frightening, though, isn't it? <laughs> scooter, scooter safety, if yeah. nothing else, for crying yeah. out loud. Uh, well, West Ham are going to be heading to Anfield on uh, Sunday. Big news from uh, uh, the camp of Mr. Stephen Jarrett. He, he basically revealed that his uh, he has massive regrets about leaving Liverpool months before Jurgen Klopp arrived. He said, in hindsight, I would have put up with four or five months of Brendan Rodgers to get six months of Klopp, for sure. <laughs> So he knows he knows he'd only get six months with Klopp before Klopp turfed him out. Yeah, yes. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But it's yeah. a massive. I mean, it's a massive dig at uh, brother Brendy, isn't it? I suppose, but it's because I mean, because I mean, I thought they got on. I did too. Oh uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's clearly quite pointed. I couldn't, I couldn't hack anymore. Right. Like, <clears> but if I knew the other, guy, if I knew someone better was coming, I would have stayed. But I feel like he moved on at the right time, didn't he? I mean, like obviously he would want he would want it to end his career at Liverpool, but. I think I, I don't think, think there was a they they had to move on from him. I think exactly, and I think the the, the problem with a player of that size um, at a club that big, who almost and it's really probably impossible for any player to fully outgrow a club the size of Liverpool. But if anyone was going to, it would be Stephen, someone like Stephen Gerrard, particularly in the modern game. Yeah, um, it becomes a real issue, doesn't it? Because you don't want to be that manager who comes as an as an outsider and says yeah. well, you're off. Steve McLean tried to do it with David Beckham at um, England. Lots of managers have had to try and do it down the years. I remember thinking at the time, wonder if Kenny Dalglish will be the guy to do it, just because his reputation at Liverpool is so big, he could probably withstand it. Um, and then obviously, what happened happened. If Klopp came in and one of the first things he did was um, was to turf out Steven Gerrard. It's a difficult thing to wear when you're not the Jurgen Klopp who's achieved all the things that you've achieved at the yeah. club. Because when he first came in, he hasn't, right? He's just, yeah. he's just another guy. Um, so it, Probably it's quite a, helpful that he, he didn't have to do that. It's, all I was going to say was, it's a bit of a sliding doors moment. Thanks mm. to Brendan for, uh, for for jumping on that grenade. 
and maybe you get a statue for that. Well, I just well outside the Al uh, Etafak, presumably. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I very, I mean, I very much like to hear um, the opinions of Damari Gray, Ginny Wijnaldum, like, you know, all, all these players who are playing under Steven Gerrard now. Yeah. I could have put up with four months of Jim Gerrard. To get in, a John Terry. In Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Oh, John Terry's had a terrible week, hasn't he? Has he? Oh, yeah, the NFT market's uh, bottomed out uh, as far as it will bottom out. I reckon he got out early. I don't reckon, yeah. he, I don't even reckon he was financially exposed. <laughs> but I think, I guess, a lot of footballers will have NFTs. I, I uh, got involved in the NFT game spending 50 quid on a uh, NFT uh, in like a kind of like uh, a kind of like trading like sort of football game online. Oh yes, do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, and vaguely. I uh, and I I came and get an email saying Paul Dummett is available. <laughs> <laughs> a one of fifty limited NFT uh, collection. Paul Dummett. Paul Dummett. Is, yeah. Just on the phone, you broke a cell. Fucking sell. <laughs> He's registered for Europe. I'm just saying. Quite out loud. Uh, so uh, and also on Liverpool, uh, Jordan Henderson played in front of 976 uh, fans last week. Uh, what was your or a point on that uh, Vish that I very much enjoyed uh, well I think you know if, if some of them who were homophobic attending the game left a little less homophobic yeah. he's done his job hasn't he 976 yes. enough for a large uh, gay bar there goes Jordan Henderson <laughs> yeah. that's that is a very that large is a bar. huge capacious gay bar, gay bar yeah. it's a very large bar alright J-A-Y it's probably a thousand people in J-A-Y every night isn't it I, oh, I reckon I reckon it's capacity is bigger than that nah you don't reckon? Nah, that's a fire risk. No, because yeah. they have to um, block up some of the seats for away fans, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Legge Warsaw 3, Aston Villa 2. Not a great start to Aston Villa's first European campaign in 13 years. Awful uh, defending, but don't worry, lads. Chelsea at the weekend. Um, I would say <laughs> I would say that with, with Villa, a little bit like Brighton. Um, obviously, Villa have a bit more storage in, in the European competitions, but I did think that uh, they just were, they only had themselves to blame. Vish. They, 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 I thought they played some good stuff at times. They, they made a lot of changes as well. Didn't yeah, they? yeah, they made they made a f- uh, what five changes, didn't they? Um, I kind of maybe the, this is going to sound really patronising, but it's generally how I think maybe a lot of fans of, of Brighton and certainly what you know West Ham a couple of seasons ago and and Villa in this particular instance, it's just quite cool being back in Europe. And, yeah, and I feel like the balance to strike is. What, what do you put your stock in? I feel like West Ham got away with it to a point last year because they fell away in the league and ended up winning the winning the Conference League. Yeah, and but now feel like quite settled, presumably because they're more used to the. Although they know how they weren't equipped, you know, physically mm. with the Thursday to weekend yeah. shift. And like I suppose Brighton and, and Aston Villa are going to find out themselves the hard the harder way about this. But I think for this first game, it'll be inter- interesting to see how they fare against. Chelsea and as you say the kind of it's probably beneficial for them that they're playing Chelsea because it's not the most taxing fixture right <laughs> no, now is it I mean I would say with like Emery obviously he's got uh, incredible pedigree when it comes to, to, to Europe I if he had his choice in his heart of hearts I think he would probably choose not to be in European competition because it's a bit of a the way that they played last season they could have really kicked on at the start well, of yeah, this and, one. And, they, could and, do, they could do without this and I think it's and I think you're right Pete and I think it's early to say how teams this season are going to handle it we can mm. talk about how good West Ham have been since the start of the season and whether they've got the balance right I mean really the season hasn't properly got going yet so we'll have to wait and see teams like Newcastle need games I think just to play themselves back into form so. right and I, and I think also what has to happen at some point during the season for all these teams that are in Europe is they have to make a decision about priorities right and West Ham last season were like look as long as we stay in the Premier League yeah. we've got a real mm. chance here to win a trophy and obviously they did do that and it was an amazing thing and for for them and the, and the recent history that's a, that's a great thing 
you know, the, the reality is though, for a lot of bigger sides like Liverpool in the Europa League, for example, it's that that's, that competition isn't really going to get going for them as a priority till the semi final, probably. Mm. So it very much does depend on the profile of club. And I think if Aston Villa were maybe in the Europa League rather than the Europa Conference League, maybe Emery with his pedigree might see it a bit differently. But then again, he might not because he may not think he's got the squad to to handle it. Um, what I would say, though, is if given the money that's awash in the Premier League compared to other European leagues, particularly teams that are present in the Conference League or the Europa League, you know, if you haven't got the squad to handle it, then why the fuck not? Because yeah. everyone else has to handle it. And so there's a, there's a chance there. I think it's probably a situation with them at the moment where they say, look, we'll, we'll one way or another, we'll get out of the group and then we'll see where we land. Mm. Um, I think Villa have got a chance to do something really good domestically this season with the manager they've got. Uh, and with the players they've got, um, maybe this will become a bit of a distraction. But we yeah. don't know what's going to take the priority until we move through the season a bit more. Yeah. I think. Well, a big distraction for the football rumble has been the Duran Duran puns. Uh, Duran obviously Not scored. Not a distraction, scored that's scored the again, main reason I'm here. Scored again for Villa. Listen to Matty responded to our Duran Duran puns by simply saying, This is wild, boys. I don't really get that. This is wild, boys. Yeah. Presumably yeah. that's a Duran Duran song. Wild boys. Yeah, wild oh. boys. The title isn't wild the title boys. isn't this is wild this is wild boys though, is it? No, it's just wild boys. This is wild boys. Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do enjoy. I did enjoy Shaggy Steve ninety sevens goals on film. Goals on films much. We better. should we should have come up with that. Yeah, yeah I feel like we fair. missed we missed the fair. trick there. Really. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Europe Europa League rather <clears throat> finalist uh, Roy Hodgson will be back in the dugout, swooping in for the Roy Hodgson <laughs> derby, Crystal Palace versus Fulham. Uh, my money's on uh, Palace doing this one. Uh, it's good to see Roy the boy out of the doctor's surgery and into the dugout. Out of the vets. Out of the vets. <laughs> you said, the vets you, well, you said it was probably just a bad mouse. And it turns out mouse, he's yeah. bounced back very quickly. Yeah. That's nice to see. Gone through a system. It's gone through a system very well, exactly. <laughs> check his um, pellets. Check his pellets, absolutely. And uh, yeah, Crystal Palace home to Fulham this weekend. Mm. It's, it is the Roy, the Roy Hodgson derby. The big news coming out of that um, show, uh, show, that fiction. Shower. <laughs> yeah. Is that, um, did you see this story about the Michael Jackson statue outside Craven Cottage? Right. So, the Michael Jackson statue used to stand outside Craven Cottage, right? Everyone knows about that. Yeah. It was mad. I used to work right near there and used to run along the Thames at lunchtime so I used to see it. Uh, Mad. We, we, uh, you just paint the picture like it's you know like the the first snow of Christmas. Yeah, but it's, it's just weird. Like, you yeah. scampering through the streets I, I of West guess London. The, the, the further away from that getting installed and then torn out, you, the the more you sort of go. It kind of fits, but maybe it's just been a part of the footballing I, I, narrative for such I, a long time. I just don't think it gets mentioned enough. How mad it is. Yeah. Yeah. But it was mad at the time. Like yeah. it, was, yeah, it was just mad at the time. And Mohammed Al Fayed's passed on now. God rest him. Yeah. God bless him and all that. Um. I just think. If you support a club and they were and the owners announced there's going to be a statue outside the stadium, and you're like, okay, you know, they've obviously got they've got a statue of Johnny Haynes outside the stadium and one of their greatest players. You know, who, who's next? You know, <laughs> it's Michael Jackson, and it's not only it's Jason Derulo. <laughs> That would be kind of the equivalent now, wouldn't it? Yeah. Imagine yeah. outside Luton Town, they're like, right, here's Jason Derulo. Or if they started every, because obviously Jason Derulo's famous was just saying his name. Name if, all the time, yeah. When the game starts, Jason Derulo says, it's Jason Derulo. Yeah. Or DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. Strumming that acoustic tag off Bob Marley's estate. <laughs> and saying, uh, another one, yeah. another one. <laughs> you could have, so you have Jackson. I mean, I feel sorry for Johnny Haynes in this analogy. Jackson, Derulo. Yeah. Khaled, DJ Khaled, Khaled and Johnny Haynes. <laughs> Um, the Wilston Raider. But when, <laughs> when Michael yeah. Jackson's statue was un- unveiled, it wasn't even really a statue. It's like a, it was almost like a kind of 
a an animatronic yeah like a, like, a, like a child's idea of a statue oh yes right. color and stuff. Saying, okay. yeah, 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 anyway yeah. the point i was going to make was buying harrods the po- yeah basically yeah. the point i was going to make was that the manchester evening news have reported that it's now in storage at deepdale preston north end's ground i don't know why is I'm, it is I'm, it something to do with the um uh football museum that we did a show well, in because exactly. we did a show to the statue didn't we we did the show once at the national football museum live yeah. podcast to statues and, instead of like, no and, and the michael jackson statue was in the national <laughs> football museum which is mad anyway right. but it was right next one. to where we were sitting doing the show right yeah. okay so i don't know why it's been removed from the national football museum either very very strange maybe yeah. it hasn't maybe it's just moved of its own accord maybe it's haunted well well, if, well maybe it is because i had blamed the michael statue uh, michael, the michael statue <laughs> the michael jackson statue for uh for, for getting them relegated so it's quite low on that man's list isn't it yeah and he and he and he also oversaw the statue didn't they have a big statue for one of his best ofs going down the thames that was massive. They did, they did, yeah. Get that one in. Yeah, That's for the, massive. For the history oh, album. yes. Like Christ yeah. the Redeemer. For the history album, yeah. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Uh, right, uh, there's there's no two ways about it. We're going to have to talk about bloody elephants. Uh, <laughs> listeners have taken exception to my claim on Wednesday that elephants are one of the slowest animals on fucking earth. When I see my um, speech written down, it just sounds cool. Um, <laughs> uh, after Brooklyn Beckham's poor photograph of an elephant, uh, Andy Axon X uh, says, next Ramble uh, meetup needs to be Pete versus an elephant in the one. 100 metres I've got the money on the elephant they'll get they'll get um, distracted by a bun I just I just love the idea of explaining that concept to an elephant yeah right You've got to race a northerner. A man's, a man's been slagging you off. <laughs> Doesn't think you're fast enough. Yeah. Can you run a straight line for 100 metres? <laughs> I'd love to see you next to it as well. Yeah. I'd love to see you yeah. next to it. Also, what you could do is you could get Roy to come down and then just when it looks like the elephant's about to pull ahead, Roy will like cough up a mouse. Distract- elephants are yes, scared of mice. scared of mice. At least they are Good the cartoons. Point. And then it'll run away. Well, it'll, well, it'll, just get scared. Andrew Davies, Andrew Davies <laughs> pointed out that they can reach 25 miles that? per hour. There's an elephant. Through his little trunk. Do you have another go at that? I'm happy with the first guy. <laughs> hey, yeah. Improve on it. hey, Vish, how does an elephant ask for a bun? Can I have a bun? Can I have a bun, please? <laughs> more of a visual good joke. Stuff, that one. More of a visual um, joke. So, yeah. so they can reach 25 miles an hour. That's fair enough. I check yeah, that. But most of them don't. Yeah. And I think. Yeah. I think You've I'm got a nice car as well. You can go in there. <laughs> A nice car, Jaguar versus elephant. Yeah. Who's going to win? <laughs> One of them smells a piss. It's, it'll, be, it's not the it'll be the elephant because the elephant's boat is in full of water. Yeah, and it doesn't stink a piss. Fuck with the electrics. Um, what um, what I would say is that I come down your side on this because people are right to point out their top speed is what it is. Yeah, and they can charge and they can do what they can do. Yeah, but generally speaking, generally speaking, it's a slow animal. They're just standing around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're not doing much. No. So Brooklyn Beckham. When you when when people come to this conversation as listeners and they think they're on the side of an elephant here yeah. against you, what they're actually doing is they're being, putting themselves on the side of Brooklyn Beckham. Exactly. They're, they're basically nepo babies. <laughs> also, like the, the, elephant, the elephant that runs that can reach twenty five miles an hour. Like, surely not all. Like there might be a couple of elephants that smoke. You don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, when Pete and I were chatting yesterday about the fastest animals in the world. Um, the cheetah. The, the stat about the cheetah being the fastest. That's based on a cheetah that was in captivity in some zoo in the Midwest in the US, yeah, which right. they they properly like timed in a regulated way between yeah. two like sticks to run. It could and, the, and and I think it was a female cheetah actually hit a certain speed. So they said a cheetah can hit this speed. For all we know, they could, in the wild could be going much faster than that. Yeah, I, I think I think it's either cheetahs or leopards. I remember being at a zoo and uh, the keeper was going shit animals. Shit animals, because because they they run they can run themselves into exhaustion. They can kill themselves running. Oh right! It's either a leopard or a, or a cheetah. They just run and run and run, and they just and they just collapse and die. I feel bad because they like, 
thick. No. Because if, you, if, if it was, if it is a cheater, like cheaters are known for being fast, maybe they play up to that. Let like yeah. people just yeah. watch run. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, well, after the restaurant chat about obviously um, Rio Ferdinand uh, losing access to, well, he's closed it down, shuttered it, uh, his uh, restaurant in Manchester. Uh, apparently, David Beckham opened a London themed hotel in Macau in May called The Londoner. I'd love to know what David Beckham's perception of what London is. That's what I'm saying. And how that informs the thing. Because like, yeah. because rich people who are rich from quite a young age, they don't get to experience the pub. They can't because, you know, no. David Beckham can't walk into a pub. Yeah. No. Lampard he, used to own a pub in Chelsea called The Pig's Ear. He, yeah, doesn't, he doesn't own it anymore. I, he did until very recently. Right. right. Yeah. Is it quite good? Yeah. yeah. All right. Fair, fair dues. All right. We're going to take a short break and we're back with, uh, well, previews of the weekend matches. Uh, there's a big uh, North London derby, I hear, uh, on Sunday. We'll see you in a second. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. It's yours to go and win. Not as ours, yeah. Tell me, what do you say in that huddle right at the end? None of your business. Cheers, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> He's not around anymore, is he? No. Shreves. Gone. Gone. Well, he's still gone. alive. 
Yeah, he's still alive. He's still alive. Yeah. Important to point that out. Yeah, God. absolutely right. Indeed, uh, he'll 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 resurface. He'll have a he'll have a pod or a book out. I think I he does. I, well, certainly he's certainly been on podcasts. He's, right. had, he's had a book out. He had a book out yeah. recently. Yeah. What is he? What, what's he like? Is he is he quite is he willing to sort of uh, pull back the curtain completely? Who, Jeff Shreves. Shreves. He's a penis. I, yeah, but that's his. That's your opinion. Yeah, we well, asked. Just asked my opinion. You say what's he like? I'm saying on, on the on on like you know media that's outside of normal television. Is he let loose? Does he feel free? Or is he very much a company I, man? I suppose that you'd have to read his book because I, I think he got nominated for um, a Sunday Times Book Award. Good. But it didn't win. Right, as you win. What, what did oh, oh. <laughs> What's your book? No, oh, sorry, Mark, Mark, Mark Wood won. Yeah, sorry, I, didn't, I <laughs> yeah. technically didn't win. Yeah. You changed a bit of punctuation or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, and Mark Wood won. Mark right. would be able to write a book, but Vish helped. There you go, absolutely. There right. we go. Uh, Arsenal versus Spurs Sunday at 2 pm. Uh, Arsenal won uh, both Northern and Derby's uh, last season. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this match. It's, yeah, it's, it's a great, it's, it's it's a great absolute, game. It's a beautiful. You can get in the the, the pig's ear or whatever in Chelsea <laughs> if indeed what, it has. What a great place to watch Arsenal Probably won't be showing it. And uh, and enjoy this one uh, before Arsenal's four 0 win against PSV. Uh, apparently, uh, Manuel Petit commented that he's been bored watching Arsenal this season. Cheers, Emmanuel. Oh. Yeah, cheers, Emmanuel. Yeah, Thank you. All the best. Did, did Petit kind of like contribute all of the beautiful football that no, not to really. the inside of the He was a good player, wasn't he? But he was he a wasn't good player, but he wasn't like the, player, was the he? craftsman, was he? No. no. He's yeah. blonde, he's quick, his name's a porno flick. They used to sing, didn't they? <laughs> nice. Um, oh, he, I do like that. That's yeah, it's good. good, good chance. Yeah. Um, this is a really interesting game, chiefly because both those teams have got the ident- I mean, basically an identical record going into this. Spurs are obviously resurgent. Um, and I think Manu Petit's saying what he's saying because he looks at Arsenal and goes, oh God, they're still unbeaten five games in. (laughs) Need to bring them down. (laughs) Otherwise, I'm not going to get any of those after-dinner bookings. (laughs) There's going to be a bigger pool. Um, But but seriously, I I think it's a really interesting game chiefly because, yeah, like I say, they've got the same record. Um, Spurs have been so good so far this season, but can they do this type of football? Can they play this way away from home against a big rival? And can they, for example stick to their guns if they go a goal down early against a good Arsenal team in that kind of fiery atmosphere, yeah. which it will be at the Emirates now. I mean, it kind of is like that now. If anyone calmed down, it's it's Angel Shuley. Yeah, I think so. But I think he likes to play the way he likes to play. And I, I think he's quite, um, he's almost quite dogmatic, dogmatic about right. that. And and I, and, I, and I also feel like Arsenal had a perfect, as me, Vish and I mentioned actually briefly on, on, on Thursday, um, Arsenal had a perfect, time against PSV they're able to win easily they're able to build their confidence up they're able to remove key players early they'll be fresh they'll be firing for this um, and it'll be an opportunity for Arsenal to say do you know what we're still the, we're still the team here we're still yeah, the North yeah. London team here and Spurs have got an opportunity to say off we go get, yeah. off, your, get off your perch <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it feels like yeah like a perfect time for these two to meet and a, and a treat for us as neutrals um, but you think Arsenal have been quite like basically slowly building up to the standards they set last season, and that PSV game felt like a right here, like a, a bit more of a flex than they've had recently. And yeah. then you kind of look at Spurs, and you and in part because of you, uh, you know, to riff of what Andy said last last week about you know let let fans get excited about it. They're they're in that quite cool place, and and you know I speak with a lot of envy as a Manchester United fan. We don't really know where the ceiling is. You know there is a ceiling, but you know you're not quite there yet. Yeah. And so it's refreshing I, for people our height as well to feel that there's yeah, a ceiling exactly. close to us. Whenever there's a ceiling close to me, always touch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Enjoy it. It's like, like the Liverpool sign, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Any ceiling, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, like it does feel like a real. So this, I think, it could be a, ma- a massive accelerator for Arsenal mm. if they come in and and just win, not even like win convincingly, but win. Have a nice time. And, f- yeah. and for Spurs, I think it might be a, a just a step up another level because they, you know they've had broadly favourable games so far. Like yeah. they've they've got a lot of fan uh, fan love back and a lot of people believing in in what they're doing, which they haven't had in fucking ages, really. Yeah. And so this could be. I reckon even if they get away from a get away with a draw, considering they've lost this fixture three one like in the last two seasons, I think they like, it, it bodes well at least going into the end of the year. What was uh, Fan Love out for? Shinsmans? <laughs> um, Martin Odegaard. Uh, you've got a player who's um, well, he's, he's drawing quite the salary. He's going to be the um, uh, club's highest player on the Arsenal side. Highest player, or highest touching player. the ceiling. Highest paid player. The a short man player. touching the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be the highest paid player. He signed a new five-year deal. Uh, obviously, um, a few clubs were sort of circling uh, and, and monitoring so, that situation. But it's an interesting player at 24 to be the the, 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 the one who's drawing the biggest salary at that club. And, and the timing is um, of the announcement, I think, is the most interesting thing mm. because it shows Arsenal confident. They could have held that news back and thought if we lose at home to Spurs on the weekend, we can drop that news on Monday and everyone mm. forgets about it. They've done it ahead of the game, which to me feels like um, feels like it's a confident um, decision to make um, personally. And yeah. as as for the um, as for the old Erdogan thing, I mean he's a captain of the club. Mm. I mean he's one of their best players. Um, he's certainly one of their most important players. And with the pedigree he's got on where he's come from, it kind of makes sense that they want to tie him down. I just think the timing of the um, the signing is pretty interesting. Um, this is a game. This is this is the barn burner of the weekend for me. This is the kind of thigh rubber of the weekend. I'm excited. It's on the telly as well, yeah. which is kind of a depressing thing to say for a football <laughs> fan. But that's just the situation we're in. And then on the Spurs side, I think what's going to be really interesting in terms of the game itself is this this midfield. I mean, they do play slightly differently to this, but this kind of midfield three that I would say is you know, is a three really in the way they function: Saar, Basuma, and Madison. Can they do it away from home against a really good team? Mm. And can Madison get all the joy he's been getting um, up against someone like Declan Rice, who's yeah. also been getting an awful lot of attention for being such a good player as well? Mm. Um, it's really going to be the immovable force against the unstoppable object, whatever they say. What is it? The unstoppable force versus the immovable object. object yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and whoever wins out of that, I think will be fa- it will be a fascinating battle. Mm. It's huge for Madison, isn't it? Because it, it's a it's a, diff- a very different kind of challenge, and with it comes a lot of responsibility. Like he knows he's going to get pelters from the crowd, and he generally yeah. takes that quite well. But this is quite a febrile atmosphere, especially yeah. at the Emirates now, where it's you know they've taken the level uh, you know up a notch. I, I just I just think as well, it's you know fair enough. They 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 got a point against Brentford away from home. That's really the most high high profile away game they've played. Um, and of course, they played Man United at home, but I was at that game. Man United weren't very good. Man United can see goals for fun. It's just crazy how often yeah. they can see goals. So you know, it's not really the same. How are we kind catching of... strays in the North London? You, you should be. You should be. It's incredible how often they can see. Yeah. That. And the only yeah. game they haven't conceded is the Wolves game, where they should have conceded about six. Yeah. So it's um, it's it's definitely a big test for Madison, and I think he'll become. And I've said this before. I think he'll become a legend at that club. I think he fits just. It's intangible, but aesthetically, he just fits the club. Yeah. And people love him already. If he goes to the Emirates at this kind of time of the season and puts in a masterclass, you know, you're on your way to legendary status. All he's got to do, really, is lift a trophy at Spurs to be a legend there. Yeah. And that tells you a lot about Spurs. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, just like, just because he's he plays next to him, but I mean, that's a th- the other big factor in this is Basuma. 
because he's, you know, since signing from Brighton, this is the, the cleanest run he's got at Spurs. He's playing brilliantly. There's like Moussa Dembele, you know, levels to, to what he's doing in that midfield. And he is going to have everyone coming at him. He's got to be yeah. taking out, you know, looking after Odegaard, carrying the ball forward. He'll basically be bumping shoulders with Declan Rice all evening. So it's a big test with... Afternoon. Um... Depends how long the game goes on for, I guess. <laughs> it's just a big test generally then, isn't it, for the midfield? And that, that, the Spurs midfield thing is you, is interesting because you look at that at the start of the season, you go, okay, Pape Sarr, highly rated, young player, haven't really seen what he can do yet. Basuma, another player that's come for at Brighton, everyone wanted, and he looks like he's got a lot of potential. He comes to Spurs and his, and his career kind of stalls. Yeah. And it's only now he's really doing stuff. And then Madison... It's you know he's part regardless of how good he's been and how good he is as a player he's coming from a relegated team. I don't think you'd be. I think I think you can be forgiven for for wondering whether that would click and be as good as it has been. But you have to say to start with, I mean, we're only five games in in September, but just it's been incredible so far. And if they can keep that balance and keep those players fit and keep performing in the bigger challenges of which this is one. It's an incredible opportunity for Spurs, I think. Completely agree. Um, speaking of catching uh, strays, uh, Vish, uh, Andrea Nana, wish he had caught a few more. Um, he faced the music after their game against Bayern on Wednesday night. Uh, he asked to be put in front of the media. Big Joe Hart energy. Bayern. I Big mean, Joe Hart energy. Is this good to see in a team that don't put their hands up very often? Well, look, look, look. If, if we know anything... Uh, yeah, he United, needs to look, look, look as well. He needs to look, <laughs> look, look. He needs to catch his strays. He needs to do all those things. <laughs> if we if we look at United over the last few years, this is our apology era, yeah? yeah. <laughs> we're done with no tap now. Yeah. We're, we're fronting up, yeah? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've never seen a football club put out so many statements. The 90s, the 90s was definitely the attitude era. Yeah, 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 definitely. For now it's, and this now is it's, the apology. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think. I think. Um, so <laughs> when I say it's big Joe Hart energy, I think you there's a fine line between being someone who takes responsibility when they make mistakes, yeah. and then highlighting yourself with someone who just makes a lot of mistakes, right? Because that's yeah. what Joe Hart did. He's doing it every week. It's like, <laughs> okay, that all you're doing really now is just acknowledging that you're making quite I've, a lot. I've of got mistakes. to stand up and admit. I wish you'd just stand up, stay yeah. on your feet, stay <laughs> yeah. on your feet, Joe. The one thing I will say about Anana and, and like speaking specific, like obviously he's you know, in a real, uh, bad run of form, as are a lot of United players. He's absolutely yeah. not the only one. I, I'm not a massive fan of it because I think emotionally it's quite it's quite taxing and like to put yourself through that. Even yeah, if, even okay. if you're willing, it's it's going to invite it in. Have an effect, so you yeah. invite more pressure on a very pressured role. Yeah, but also like, I mean, I find him really charismatic. I think I think he actually speaks really well. Yeah. Um, Same, and I, and I do. I kind of really do appreciate what he's trying to do. It's just sad to see someone do it. In the from first that time. position, but yeah, from that, not only in that position where where you you, know, you get shit anyway, but yeah. also like he's only been at the club for like two months, and it yeah. comes back to what you were saying earlier in the week about the environment he's in, right? Yeah, it's got to be it's got to be further indication that the environment they're in isn't conducive to success. I mean, speaking of that, the story that came out I found most interesting about May United ahead of this game against Burnley at the weekend is. Um, this story about Jane and Sancho on just playing playing video games online. It's different to the Odegaard news, isn't it? Yeah, quite different. Yeah, it's quite different. But also, like, I don't, I don't mind. Big that. snitch what, what, energy to it. Oh, yeah, massively. Oh, he's online? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Eric, do you guess what Jane's up to? <laughs> Doing extra training? Nah, well, kind of, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say that um, people who do get pre-release versions of these video games, they mostly spend most of their time building packs because there's yeah, less, right. because it's really easy to, uh, there's no fighting for the players that you want and stuff so you, you build packs and then once everyone else gets access to the game so he's probably just doing that to be honest he's probably oh, just that's building a good so, 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 so yeah. it was shared by I believe a Chelsea fan 
right. who had a screenshot of him playing um, about, it's about 6.30. So who cares though? That kind of I'm, I'm just saying, it's, people are snitching on Sancho. Yeah. I mean, on the, in his defence, I guess, if he's not going to be a part of the squad and he has been banned from training with the first team. What else is, is he going to do? Yeah. yeah. He's not like he's grounded. No. You sit at home. Remember, <laughs> not come around taking his PS5 from Taking him. the fuse out of the uh, PS5. <laughs> yeah. I used yeah. to do that when... Um, when Change my, the Wi-Fi code until he does his homework. <laughs> when my mum would, uh, like, I suppose, yeah, ground me and like, say, be like, no, you know, no TV. <laughs> Sorry, Lola's just walked in. Hello. Oh, hello, Lola the dog. Is she just popped into a uh, chat about Manchester United? Yeah. You Make your say, life a bit worse. Is, is Lola one of those therapy dogs? <laughs> <laughs> she she, she, smell, something she was can wrong. smell pain. Never mind. Um, but, but sorry, I was, um, I was just saying, like, with regards to, like, when my mum used to ground me I, and I and have, like, no TV, she'd pop out, I'd switch the TV on. And when I know when I knew she was about 20 minutes from coming home I'd switch it off and yeah. fan the back of the TV so oh, so oh, cool nice. down that's a really good point so the, the idea that like Ten Hag runs into Sancho's room and puts his hand on the Playstation <laughs> yeah. why is this warm yeah. what have you been doing because the thermals on a Playstation 5 are actually quite difficult to dissipate are they it could have been turned on three days ago for mm. quite a long um, I would say that uh, my dad used to take out the um, fuses on the electrical stuff not thinking that I have access to the pound shop around the corner I mean yeah. thick Thick, yeah, you're, you're, that's another example of you being a Nepo baby. You learn how to def- <laughs> diffuse electronic also, stuff very early on. That feels like very Roald Dahl the twits, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, I did. I did. And then, and then I, I removed I... a bit of his walking stick every day <laughs> until he was uh, on the floor. Um, <laughs> glued his bed to the ceiling. <laughs> uh, but Burnley, Manchester United, is this the one match that uh, Manchester United didn't want? Um, why are you, you asking pe- that? I'm just saying that Burnley. The manager, I just, I just well, you think, th- you it's, think that if they lose just a, this, too much narrative in there. So if they lose this game, yeah. people are going to start going, "Oh God, they are bad, aren't they?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's a Saturday night as well, yeah. so everyone will be in. Yeah, yeah. Be, if it starts pissing it outside, everyone will be in and watching it. Um, <laughs> I, I suppose there is an element of that, but with Manchester United at the moment, as I already alluded to, yeah, they can't. They can't not concede. Like they, it's impossible for them to not concede. So you're automatically um, going up. Like, well, how are you going to get away with like a, a one nil deficit? Well, to be fair, yeah. To be fair, Burnley have conceded the most in the Premier League so far. Mm. So they've got twelve games, sort twelve goals from four games. Lyle Foster, who's you know really talented player, is suspended because of his red card last week. Yeah. So I, I think there are a few things like tipped in United's favour. But you got to think like even if, whether you're a Burnley player on the field or a Burnley fan in the stand, you know your basket case club are coming to visit to get under their skin. You've got to smell get blood. You have, to, you have yeah. to do that. And I think, that, you know, with the exception of the Man City game on the opening day of the season where they had a man sent off and it was Man City, they've, talk about the conceding all you like, but they've scored in every game. Yeah. Mm. But they've, they've scored in, um, they scored against Villa. They scored away against Forest in the League Cup. They scored twice against Spurs. They scored against Forest again in the league. So, you know, They've got an ability to score goals, and they and Vincent Company's long enough in the tooth as a you know a legendary player, although he's a kind of fairly new manager, to know the dynamic of here. He's yeah. know, don't be frightened of this. Get out there. We've got the, we've got the crowd behind us. This team can be got at, and if we compete and we battle really hard, we can overwhelm them because in the mm. midfield, as we keep saying, they're not they're not where they should be. So, yeah, you know, I I think you know I I think if Man United lose this game, I said this at the start of the week. I said if they if they lose badly to Bayern Munich, which okay they kind of didn't, but it was a weird game, and then they lose to Burnley, everything starts to look quite tough for them and quite tough for Eric Ten Hag. They've got like three or four home games in various competitions leading up to that. Yeah. If they come into those four, 
just in terrible form, it's easy to see the crowd starting to get a bit impatient. I think it's a really important game for Man United this, and it's on a Saturday night. So, as I say all the time, put your feet up in front of the telly. Yeah, I mean, Saturday night matches. We might have um, Sunday night matches as well. Um, Apparently, the new Premier League uh, rights deal will see an extra 50 matches uh, being sold to broadcasters, which could mean a new post um, six o'clock kickoff time on Sundays. Or they could just televise the 3 p.m. It has to, doesn't it, because of that reason, right? Yeah, exactly. They have to find ways to squeeze them in around the fixture schedule so it's, the players can it, actually play. But it's play. not like it's not like the a commandment or like it, you could amend the rules couldn't yeah, you I mean, exactly yeah especially yeah. in the Premier League it just seems really there, there really was childish a really, was there not a really weird situation a number of weeks ago maybe even in the first week of the season oh because of added time yeah where they were actually in danger with the, with the lunchtime kickoff on a Saturday with all the added time going over the 3pm blackout in which case right. I think legally they would have actually just had to kill it <laughs> Oh, just three, like kill it, like it's uh, like it's. Like, a, can still have to stop broadcasting. Like when they used to. Uh, like when the streaker in, comes on. Or, or when they used to uh, interview um, Jerry Adams in the nineties <laughs> to give him a fake <laughs> change his voice. Just yeah. change his yeah. voice. They had to do the press, the, the post match. They have to cross to no. They have to cross to a lot of lookalikes. You have to yes. play the reenact it. The, you live TV when it was the, yeah, was it the uh, was it the Tyson uh, Bruno fight? Bruno, they, they just to, got yeah. two actors to pretend they, uh, they were actually. Uh, yeah. Um, well, we spoke about Jim Sancho, obviously um, uh, kicking his heels uh, and playing a bit of FIFA. Um, Phil, listener Phil, uh, emailed us about this story. Thank you, Phil, for getting in touch. This week, MLS terminated the contract of Montreal midfielder uh, Matko Malhajevic uh, after claims he played for an amateur team under a fake name. <laughs> why is that bad? Why? Eh, why is that bad? But I guess it's it is in breach of your contract. If you're a young bird, can't be a fighter pilot. Um, <laughs> I don't think this this person should be able to play amateur football. Yeah, I mean, it's also alleged that he punched someone. All right, okay, oh, well, alleged, uh, okay. That's well, that's bad. why then, right? Reports okay. in Canada alleged that the player was banned indefinitely for punching an opponent. Right? Does that okay. mean you're banned from world football? I, could, I suppose I'm not technically me, so I can do whatever I want. <laughs> that's that's the thought process. Yeah, isn't it? Exactly. He's thought, I'm gonna I'm gonna burgle a shop on the way home. <laughs> I'm not, not even me, me at the moment. Yeah. It's yeah. like that man who uh, burgled that, uh, I think, Petrol Station. Did, did, I think brought a sort of shotgun to Petrol Station uh, demanding money. Uh, and he'd been told that if you put lemon juice on your face, the CCTV can't catch you. Yeah. And then when he got caught, he said, how did you find me? I was wearing the juice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with how did he catch me I was wearing the juice it's time for the football ramble aqua Betfair Luki Moa yes it is with Betfair you can build your football accumulators this season with their new 90 minute payout where all winning selections will be paid out in 90 minutes on their match odds 90 markets regardless of what happens in added time so today and every Friday each of us will choose our own weekend Premier League game and build an acre of four match odds 90 bets yeah. Uh, Pete, if you kick us off, um, you are one out of two so far. I think for me, that's record. good. <laughs> um, what have you gone for? Uh, I've gone for Crystal Palace versus Fulham. Palace to win, uh, mainly because when we uh, do these picks, we do it on the WhatsApp group, and I like to upset Marcus. <laughs> that's very nice. That's good a reason as any. Good a reason as any, when we previewed think, yeah. this game earlier in the show, we spoke for ele- about elephants for 10 minutes. Exactly. Good no point, one knows yeah. what we think no, about it, true. but now you do, because Pete's mm. chosen Palace to win. Yep. Um, Vish, you are a three out of three, 100% record so far. Do I have to have another? Go. What's your? You do. You can't. You can't <laughs> okay. stop. What's your? Uh, what's your selection? So I've gone for Chelsea Aston Villa. I've gone for a draw. Now I, I did think about going all fancy and uh, picking an Aston Villa win, but I feel like it, just for probability sake that Chelsea getting their act together at home, Villa who've been playing exceptionally well and could also play exceptionally well on the break against a team that would have as much of the ball as Chelsea would in this situation. So I'm, I'm going to go with a, with a score draw, I think. Lovely. So, so, but just a draw but is, just, is, just is a draw selection. Is, yeah. Um, yeah. It's quite interesting. I find it difficult to justify selecting a draw because I think if I, feel, if I don't feel passionately either way about a team, 
it feels like I shouldn't be, yeah. I shouldn't be picking it. Yeah. But that's what you've gone for. Um, Jim is up next. Um, what's Jim got to say, Pete? Hello, everybody. This is Jim here. I'm on holiday. I'm on a Portuguese balcony, um, and they are making me make a prediction about the North London derby. As you know, I prefer not to think about this game unless absolutely necessary, but the, the powers that be, the dark forces that run the football ramble are making me make a prediction. So I have no choice but to predict an Arsenal win on Sunday at 2pm. Uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's my choice. Dark forces. There we go. He loves a balcony, does Jim. He's gone for <clears throat> Arsenal to beat Spurs. He's two out of four, so he's got a 50% record as well. Peter, the same as you. Mm. Um, now, I am having probably the worst start, not just of all the people on this show, but in yeah. history, uh, when it comes to <laughs> selecting these games and these um, these winners. Um, I'm one out of four, which the producing team have put in brackets, which is currently the worst record. Thank you for that. You have um, had a lot of matches under your belt, though. One out of four, though. Yeah. That's the poor record. Yeah. It's, not, it's not a great striking return, it's is not, it? Um, not even Amiobi esque. I've gone for Brighton to beat Bournemouth. I have to say, I selected this before Brighton played last night. <laughs> so even thinking about it again has ruined Brighton. So I'm, I am like King Midas in reverse at the moment. Yeah. But I've gone for Brighton to beat Bournemouth because partly out of spite, because Bournemouth let me down last weekend. Mm. Um, so in summary, Palace to win, uh, Chelsea versus Aston Villa to be a draw, Arsenal to beat Spurs and Brighton to beat Bournemouth. A £10 bet with Betfair on that returns £117.18. And if we win, all that money will go to Prostate Cancer UK. Plus, for every stoppage time goal in the Premier League this weekend, Betfair will donate £10 to Prostate Cancer UK as well. Remember, with Betfair this season, when you place a bet on their match odds 90 markets, your winning bet will be paid out in full at 90 minutes. Any bets that are winning at 90 minutes but are then undone by stoppage time drama will not be affected. And that's the same for our Rambalaka every week. Um, it's exclusive to Betfair Sportsbook. T's and C's apply. 18 plus only. For more information on responsible gambling, head to begambleaware.org. Dean Smith also says you're an encyclopedia of football. A what? An encyclopedia of football. I don't know what that means. A what? Jack's Encyclopedia, it is back for another week and um, I'm thinking it's going to be a, a, a spicy but quick uh, match because we've only got two people in the studio, yeah, apart from right. me. I need to pick Unless up Lola gets involved, the dog. It's a good opportunity for me. <laughs> yeah, to bring in Lola, bring my therapy dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, simple game of categories, I'll give you a category, all you have to do is give me an answer that fits in that category. If you go too long, you're going to hear Gary Neville's orgasm, which will leave you seven seconds to get involved. Uh, official game archivist uh, Jimmy to the B has provided us with an update about who's winning who's losing Marcus is the lineal champion with a comprehensive win today Vish you can move from fourth into third and leapfrog Luke oh Here right I'm third that's not bad yeah okay. nice okie dokie alright then um, first uh, round I'm going to come to you first Lukey Moore if that's alright yep. let me just find my buttons um, stadiums in the first Premier League season 1992 and 1993 oh, stadiums sake. in the first Premier League stadium. season. Yeah, I okay. want to. I want to know the name of the of the uh, of the stadium, please. Uh, Old Trafford, Highbury, uh, Villa Park, Goodison Park, uh, Anfield, White Hart Lane. St. James's Park. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> I got really? so excited. I got so excited. I gave you a yes, but it was so actually... Vish needs uh, to no, get one. Vish, you need to get one. Thank you very much. Um, oh, this couldn't be easier for you. I, I forgot what we had. Well, that's your problem, mate. That's your problem. <laughs> that's your problem. It's uh, Upton Park. 
Fox, we're back in. Oh, fucking hell. I've got a reprieve. Okay. Lucky. What have I done? Okay, so um, what about <laughs> Boundary Park? I like it. Little wink from Loki Moa, and he's back in the game. Oh, Beautiful. No. Oh, fish, bit of Oldham Athletic. Come <laughs> yeah. on, Vish. Um... It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. Road? Oh, I like it, and it's in there. Oh, well done. In Norwich City, fantastic. Okay, let me yeah. go for a little bit of a take another fly, just to entertain yeah. the listeners, because that's what this is all about. Okie dokie. The county ground. The county ground. Ah, ah I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Luke. I'm sorry. So I do have oh, got, got, you got what you got to guess for. Uh, the Dell? Oh, you bastard. That's a dagger to my heart. That's a yeah! dagger to my heart. Yeah! To side. Very, very thin goals. You're very, on, very thin you're goals. You're on Matt Letizio's side. I am. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, yeah there, there were 22 teams at 21 stadiums because, of course, Palace and Wimbledon shared, shared. didn't they? Oh, sure uh, you yeah. could see you, uh, what you could have had was Ayrson Park, Middlesbrough, Bramall Lane, Sheffield United, uh, the City Ground Forest, Elland Road, Ewood Park, Highfield Road, Coventry, obviously, mm. uh, Hillsborough, Loftus Road, Main Road, Portman Road, and Selhurst Park. I thought Swindon were in there, but it was a season after, I think. It certainly was. certainly was. Good stuff. Uh, Well done, Uh, Vitushin. Right, uh, round number two, we're going to kick things off with you, Vish. Uh, Italians who have managed in the Premier League. It includes caretaker managers. Italians who have managed in the Premier League. Starting with you, Vish. Uh, Roberto Mancini. Roberto Mancini. Correct. Um, The great, the late great Luca Vialli. Luca Vialli. Correct. Claudio Ranieri. Claudio Ranieri. That's good. Uh, Roberto De Zerbi. Roberto De Zerbi. Uh, Gianfranco Zola. Oh, well, that was a weird one. I stopped it with my finger. I got so excited. Um, the great Carlo Ancelotti. Carlo Ancelotti. E- oh, Attilio Lombardo. Oh, that's a really that's good a one. That's a lovely one. That is a great one. How many left? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight left. Eight left. Bloody hell. Italians who have managed in the Premier League. Yeah. Italians. People from Italy. <laughs> who do I know from Italy? Good God. It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. The headline has been written. Nah, I've got Oh, I'm sorry. Fish. Yeah! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Play oh. the track. All right, then. <laughs> Bastard. Well done, mate. Who Up could we have had? Let the music ring out. This is for Vish. I'll let it ring out, but I'm not clapping along. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You could have had Antonio Conte. Mm. Oh, Antonio Conte. You could have had uh, Christian Stellini. Uh, You could have had uh, uh, Guidolin. You could have had Sarri. You could have had uh, Di Canio. You could have had Di Matteo and Mazzari. There's loads. There's loads. There's enough there. To I didn't need to go for a Lombardo, did I? No, no you really did. I'm pleased that you did, though. <laughs> uh, let's finish it there. We won't go for a, a bonus round because there's always time next week to, exactly. to have them, to exactly. be honest. Uh, this has uh, been uh, the football. Oh, my God. Before I go, listen to Talk Spot this morning. Go on. They were doing a. Um, because I think one of the hosts of. Uh, one of the football hosts of the drive time. Uh, his WhatsApp picture is him with John Major, and they said, <coughs> and they said, nice. um, and they said, uh, who uh, who would uh, who do you reckon in talk spot should be the the prime minister, and what would their first you know acts be? Yeah. Uh, and so they said, who's the guy who does breakfast? Uh, Alan Brazil. Alan Brazil said, Alan, what would you do? And he just launched straight in it. Well, I get uh, the immigration. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, keep it light. Yeah. 
we're not asking for your policies, mate. Yeah. Keep it light. What would you do? Well, OLEDs first, obviously. Yeah, first and foremost. <laughs> As a diesel driving Jaguar on now. I mean, of course, the first thing would be fucking Ulez. Uh, thank you for listening to the Football Rumble Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair, part of the Acast Creator Network. Follow us on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, Luke's got a blog where he talks about his politics. No, that's, uh, at, that, that's, that's not the true. Discord. That's, that's the Discord. That's, that's, he's on the Discord. He's on the Discord uh, at Football Rumble. Follow us on all of those social media uh, situations. And don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Don't forget that around this time of the show, Marcus gets his keys out for the weekend what are right. you going to do to announce the opening of the weekend Lola Loli oh 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 good girl see you next good week good girl see you next week can I keep her <laughs> The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.